Gemara Ketubot Daf Samech Dalid Masechet Dedicated by Elliot Chash in honor of his wife Esther Slacharaba Lechol Benem Mishpato Today's Daf is for the Hatzlachav Esther Batzara Simcha Sheteled Besha'a Tova Umutzlachat Velo Yeira Shum Nezek Lo Levalad Velo Leyoledet And we should have also Mesorot Tovot to David ben Esther, Shlach lo atzlacha b'chol ma'asei adav. Amen. We begin today's daf on Samech Gimal Amud Bet, and we start uh, three, four, five lines from the bottom. Kalate derav zevid imreda. Okay? So the daughter-in-law of Rav Zvid imreda. She was a moredet. And what did she say? She said to her husband, Ma'us alai. Ma'us alai is disgusting. He's, uh, you know, repulsive uh, upon me. Havat tefisa had shira. And she was actually holding on to a, a coat amongst the things that she brought in with the ketubah, some of the dowry. Yativ amemor umor zutra v'rav asher. So the betin sat down to judge the case. V'yativ rav gamda gabay rav gamda was amongst them. Yatve v'ka'amre. So they said, Marda, she's a moredet, she's a rebellious, hefsida b'la'oteha kayamim, which means uh, the, the old clothes that she brought in with the ketubah that are still around, uh, when she loses the ketubah, the moredet, obviously she's a moredet, she's a rebellious one, and she loses the ketubah for that, so she also loses the items that she brought in to the Ketubah, as Nixes on Barzel. And the, even if those items are still around, she loses. So basically they were saying, we'll take the coat back. Please return the coat. Amar lehu Rav Gamda. So Rav Gamda, when he heard that psaq, he said, Mishum de Rav Zvid Gavra Rabah le. Oh, because Rav Zvid is a big tamin acham. You're false flattering him, or you're, you're, you're changing the halacha in order to get some... Uh, so so his so so his son can keep the 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 the, 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 the coat. We have a law. This is a question that was not answered. Who keeps the clothes? And therefore, the rule is whoever's holding it holds on to it. Therefore, what? You just because Rabzavid is a tamir acham, so you're giving him the uh, the tilt. You're tilting the law in his favor. You can't do that. Ika de amre. Another version of the same story. The rabbi sat and said, <coughs> Marda, the lady that is moredet, in this case where she says, Ma'usu alai, lo ifsida bila oteha kayamim. She actually does not lose uh, her bila uh, what she has, and therefore she can hold on to the, uh, to the coat. Not only that, she could actually take everything else that is not in her possession she can take it back from her husband. That's even more than the first version. Not only could she keep the coat, but she could even go further. So the Gemara says, Gamda. So Rav Gamda comes along and says the other way. Mishum de Rav Zevid Gabra Rabahu. Because he's such a great rabbi and he's so humble, so therefore you're taking advantage of his humility. You're turning the halakha upside down against him. It's one thing to say that she can keep what she's holding on to, but to allow her to now take 
what Rav Zvi's son's holding on to? Come on. Ha'amar Rav Kana mebaya ba'el el rabba velo pashit. And therefore, let everybody hold on to what they're holding on to. She's got the jacket already. Let her keep the jacket. Rav Zvi's son's got everything else. Let him keep that until we solve the question. So therefore, don't take advantage of the humility of uh, the Rav and therefore <coughs> rule against him and let his daughter-in-law take all the assets. Well, now, we really don't know uh, what's the halakha regarding these uh, clothes that remaining. Who keeps them when she says, Ma'us hu alai? So we do the following. Tafsa lo mafkinan mina. Lo tafsa lo yehavinan la. Like we said, whatever she took already and she has, well, she's the muhzeket, so she holds on to it. Whatever she didn't take, so then already, the husband holds on to it. And then the Gebarah says, Umashhinan la teresar yalches shata agita. We wait for 12 months. Um, maybe they'll be able to reconcile within the 12 months. And after 12 months, then you give the get. And within those 12 months, let la mezone mi baal. The husband is not obligated to support a wife, especially if she says, Ma'usu alai, and therefore during the 12 months of reconciliation, he does not have to support her. Now the question over here is, uh, what is this What is this 12 months? I thought we learned on a previous daf that once she says, Ma'usu alai, that's it. Get rid of her right away. She's out on the spot. And now we're somewhere learning that there's a 12-month grace period over here <coughs> uh, that we have. So therefore there is a... Uh, Obviously, a big uh, question. So the uh, Mefarshim say that there were different takanot, different times over here. Early on, the takana was right away. She says, Mos alai, get. And she forfeits, uh, you know, the ketubah. Uh, but the question then was, in what happened was in later times, uh, the ladies were using this as a way to get out. Mos alai, and, you know, and that's the magic word. They say Mos alai, and the rabbis foresay, Forsaget, and then they were regretting it. And they were regretting it, they wanted to come back, and it was being abused, this Maus Alai. So the rabbis came along and said, when a lady says Maus Alai, they changed the law to give a 12 month grace period just in order to make sure that she's certain of it and she doesn't, uh, and she doesn't, change, her, uh, doesn't change her mind. Okay. So now uh, the Gemara continues. Amar Rav Tuvi, Bad Kisna Amar Shmuel. Kotvin igeret mered al arusa. Okay, what's igeret mered? That's basically a letter of uh, rebelliousness. Uh, the, it's a star uh, that Betin gives to the uh, to the husband or the wife, you know, to the to the spouse, whichever one is the you know the more they give it to the other one, and basically it says this spouse is in contempt, moreded, and then you can start following the laws of moreded when she's in contempt. To lower her ketubah, or to add tar ketubah, whatever, whatever the case is. So that's called a shtar merit. It's important to have that shtar because that already activates the knasot that uh, we learned already in the previous dapim. So it says we write a get it merit al arusa. She's an engaged girl. She doesn't want to get married. Uh, she's good, but she's arusa. Obviously, the guy wants to get married. She refuses. Bing. She's, she's put under uh, <coughs> merit watch. The end, Kodvin, he get it merit, 
Al Shomeret Yabam. Shomeret Yabam also is falling to Yibum. And the guy says, okay, I'm ready. And she says, I don't want to make Yibum. Uh, that's called Mered, but we do not write Yigeret Mered uh, for that case. Exactly, we have to see, uh, we have to see why. So the Gebra says, Metive. Here's the first question from the Braita. Ahat li arusa unsua va'afilu nida va'afilu chola va'afilu shomeret yabam. There you go. That even if the lady's arusa that refuses to get married or she's in nisua that just moredet on her husband right from tashmish or she's nida or even if she's nida. We believe she can have tashmish, but the fact that she says, I don't want to have tashmish, we saw Pat Bissalosa, that, you know, once he knows already, she don't want to have tashmish, even though she's nida, but he knows one day she'll be uh, permissible. She's saying, I'm out, so he loses that, uh, that, that, that peace of mind. If she's sick, so much she's sick, she can have tashmish. That's the question. Even a shomeret yabam that's refusing to make you boom, that's already considered a. Um, and therefore what? You should be able to write a, he get it, <coughs> made it. So why did we learn earlier in the name of Shemuel that we don't write he get it, made it for Shemeret Yabam? <laughs> the Gemara says, La Kashya. It's not a question. Kan who? Kan he. It depends who is soliciting. Which means, in the Braita, it's talking about where he was the Toveya. Where he said, I want to make you boom. And she comes along and says, I'm out. Oh, that already, she's a moredit. He asked to make the yiboom, and she doesn't want, that's considered merida. I Shemuel, that said, you don't write, he get it, merid. She he. She came along and said, I want to make, uh, I want you to make uh, yiboom over here. And what? He refused over there. So Shemuel says, in that case, there's no, he get it, merid. What's the reason? When he claims to the Yibama that he wants to make the Yibum, we listen to him and we write it, you get it, made it. However, when she's the Tobat that she wants to make Yibum and he does not uh, acquiesce, doesn't agree, you don't write a Ketav Mered. Now what's the difference over here? So the Gebra is going to say, the man is obligated in the mitzvah of so therefore, he said, I want to fill the mitzvah of Periyah V'Rivya. No, I'm out. She's not Mechoyev with the Periyah V'Rivya. So when she comes along and says, I want to make you boon, he says, no, that doesn't affect us. So we cannot write he get it married when he, when he refuses her. I was going to say that later on. But wait, once already you're explaining the cases of Shemuel, where you don't write he get it married, is talking about where she had the, uh, uh, the claim. Where she has the claim, and he refuses up, and kotvim tav merit. Now you have to learn the whole braita in that way then. That she's the one that's making the claims, and he's the one that's refusing. Well, we got to go back to the arusa case now. Because the arusa case must be the same case. Where she's the arusa, and she's telling the uh, husband, or the, 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 the arus, I want to get married, and he's telling what? <laughs> He's saying no, and then he says, you write a ktav merid on that case. So the Gebra says, How did you establish the, uh, the c- cases of Shemuel? He, 
where she is toba I mean, the arusa is toba the arus that uh, she gave me, and, want, and then she refused, and then uh, he refused, and then you write a ketav mered nigdo. That means you're writing the ketav mered, and you're gonna give it to the arusa. Now that that the husband is in uh, contempt over there, well, you got a problem because the language says kodvim igeret mered al arusa. Al arusa sounds like on an arusa that she's the rebel, rebellious one. That's what it should say. It's it's kodvim igeret mered al arusa. It shouldn't say al arusa la arusa. It should say you write it for her because the igeret mered is for her against the mered of the arus. So the Chaurah, it's not going to work out with the language. So the Gemara says, no, that's definitely not a question. You know why? Because we're going to change the text. And we're going to say, and therefore, that's why it's not a question. If we could only answer every question like this, we'd be, uh, we'd be okay. So the Gemara says, my shena shomeret yabam delo. Okay, let's go back. Chaurah, we got to answer a big question here. When, uh, uh, so she's the Tobat. So she comes along and tells the Shomerit uh, Yabam, make your boom. And uh, he says, no. What does Shemuel say? Ah, no, he get it, made it over there. Oh, but when it comes to Arusa, she says, marry me. And then he says, what? No. Then we say, what? Yeah, he get it, made it. What is the, what's the difference? We tell Azir, go away. You're not commanded on Piriyavirivya. So therefore, he's not a rebel. He says, no. No, that was no. That doesn't affect you. You're not Piriyavirivya. Give him a halisa if he wants. Right. Exactly. You can demand something Piriyavirivya. Well, then that's the case. We have a question on Arusa then. Because when the Arusa comes on and tells the Arus, marry me, and he says no, then we say, oh, he's a morid. And says, Arusa nameh. Nemala, why don't you tell her the same thing that we told her when she was a Yebama? Zil lo mefakadet. Get out of here. You're not commanded on Priyavirivyam. Ela beba'a mahmad ta'ana. What do you think? She's coming over here with a claim. She's not just saying, uh, make you boom or uh, uh, marry me. What's the claim that she has? She says the Amra Ba'inan Hutra Liyada Umara Likbura. Hey, I know I, I, I'm not obligated to have children midin periavirabya, but who's gonna take care of me in my old age? I need hutra liyada, I need a stick for my hand, and I need a shovel for my burial, which means who's gonna take care of me when I'm an old lady? Hutra liyada. She's like the kid becomes like a, a stick, a somech helps helps the uh, helps the mother. And who's going to bury me? The kid's going to help the, the, the. So then she's saying, not me You cannot deny me, uh, 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 you know, the aids that I'm going to need in having children. Oh, so that's why. And when he says no, hey, he's a rebel. So the girl says, wait. If that's the case, we can apply that to Shomeri Yabam as well. Now we're stuck again. Because the Gaurah, they got the same Ta'ana. Then why in the case of Shumiri, he's not called a, 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 a Mored. And in the case of Arusa is. The Gaurah, she's coming, Mahmat Ta'ana, which she has a strong claim, which was Kutra, Liada, Umara, Likbura. Gaurah should apply in both cases. So you're right. Ela, Idi, Ve'idi, Shetabahu. Now we switched everything back around again. 
<coughs> really the case is talking about where he is the toveya. So what? He says, uh, I want to make you boom, and he says, I want you to marry me. And in both cases, she says, no. In the case of Yibum, no, he get it admitted. We don't consider her a rebellious. However, in the Arusa case, we consider her rebellious. The question is, Vela Kashya. So therefore, the question is, we have a stira between what Shemuel said and the Braita. Because the Braita said by Shomeret Yavam, you do write and you get it admitted. Uh, and Shemuel said, you do not. So how do you answer it? So the Gemara says, Vela Kashya. Kan in the Braita, it's talking about Lachlots. Which means, in the Braita, the Hata, the Shomer Yabam told the uh, Yabama, I want to make Khalitsa. <coughs> and she came along and said, No. In that case, it's considered a merit, Kodvim merit. However, in Shemuel's case, Kaleyabem, where he comes along and says, I want to make Yabum, and she says, No, she's not considered merit. Why? Tamar Bipedat. Where the, Yabam, where the Yabam wants the Yabam to make Khalitsa. And she says, no. We help him out. How do you help him out? However, if he's Tobaya to make you boom, and she refuses, you know why? Because we don't trust that people today do you boom the Shem Shamayim. And therefore, we're not going to hold her rebellious if she doesn't want to make a yibum. Because anyway, yibum, according to some opinions, like we know that Bashaud, only works if you do it l'shem mitzvah. But if they have any ulterior motive, we're not going to call her a merit if she refuses yibum. So the Gemara says, wait, uh, we should now apply similar logic. The law, why does she will not consider her rebellious when she refuses the solicitation of a yibum? Because we tell the guy, we tell the yabam, zil unsiv iteta achariti. I mean, go marry somebody else. Wait, wait, there's a shortage of, of girls over here? Which means she's not hurting you. By saying that she doesn't want to make yibum, she's not holding you back. You'll be able to go and marry who you want. And therefore, why should you cause her to be a moredit? She's not a moredit. You go, go marry whoever you want. And therefore, uh, that's not a problem. However, lachlots, also when he, she comes along and says, I don't want to make chalitza. So what? Why should she be considered rebellious? Tell him, zil unsiv etita hariti. She can still get married. By the way, the fact that she doesn't want to make Khalidza. So there's a zika. There's a connection. So what? It stops her from getting married to somebody else? It does not. So therefore, why is she considered a moreded in that case? <clears throat> Tell the guy. She don't want to do it. Good luck to her. You go further. Go get married. She's, what? She's stuck forever. She's stuck. Exactly. <laughs> Made the yoke. She's hurting herself. She's not hurting me. Go get married. So the Gebra says that there's a problem here. You know what the problem is? Ela. The case over there is the Amar Kevan de Agidabi Lo Kayavuli Ahariti. Huh. Which means, what did I say? You're attached to me. Which means, in the case of the Halitza, where she doesn't want to make a, uh, a Halitza, where we come along and say, oh, made it. Put a, put, put, put a, you know why? Because she, he's not going to get any dates, this guy. 
Because the guy said, oh, this guy's connected still. You're still connected to your sister-in-law. Yeah, I got to deal with her. She don't want to make it. Oh, I got to get involved. I'm going to involved. I'm going to involved with this. Okay. You're still attached to uh, some other girl. Who knows what's happening with her? I'm going to get involved. So therefore, the same thing is going to happen with your boom then. Which means, since there's a, a, she doesn't want to make you boom, so therefore you have the same problem. She is getting, she's holding him up, so she should be considered a more in both cases. Because bottom line, in both cases, <clears throat> bottom line, whether she's connected through a potential yiboom or connected because of a halitza that she doesn't want to make, bottom line, it's going to stop. So you can't tell the guy, what do you care? Go get married. And he'll answer back, I can't. I can't. They look at my resume. Pending. Pending, pending what? Pending your boom. Pending halitzah. You don't want to, nobody wants to touch me. So therefore, we're back to the question, how do you reconcile the contradiction in Shemuel? One time he said, what? <clears throat> when she refuses... Well, one time you write a kitab made it for Shomeri Abam, and one time you don't. Oh, that way we're narrowing the case. Both cases are talking about where he said to her, Will you miyabim me? And she came along and said, What? No. And it depends. One time we'll write it, made it, and one time we won't. What does it depend on? Mishnari Shona believed, if you remember, we learned in Yibamot, believed Yibum is better than Halitza. And therefore, there's a preference to make a Yibum over a Halitza. And therefore, when she refuses to make Yibum, yeah, you're omitted. <coughs> However, Khan the Mishnah Aharona. Mishnah Aharona said, you know what? We prefer now Halitza over Yibum. Because people are not Lashem Shemaim anymore when they do the Yibum. Therefore, Adraba, when she refuses a Yibum solicitation, she's not considered medit. Very simple. It's the same exact case, just at different periods of time. Ditnan, as it says in the Mishnah, Dechorot, Mitzvat Yibum Kodim et Mitzvat Halitza. Barishona, at least initially. Shayu mitkavenim neshum mitzvah. Ach shahab, she'en mitkavenim neshum mitzvah. Amru mitzvat halitza kodemet le mitzvat yibum. All right, Rabotai. And now we move on. Ad matai. That's the big question. Until when? Oh, the Gemara continues. Ad matai hu pochet. So we said over here that moreh alishto. So you have to add uh, to her ketubah. I mean, he's the moreh. Uh, we said what? Three dinarim every Shabbat. And the Buddha said three Okay, different, different denominations. But bottom line, every Shabbat, she gets an, uh, an addition to her ketubah. My terapa'ikin. Amarav sheshat, estira. Okay, it's a selah. Vekama estira, palga de zuza. Okay, it's a half a zuz of tzuri. Tanya na me'ache. Rabbi Yudha Omer. Shlosha terapa'ikin. It's three terapa'ikin a week. Shehen. Tesha Ma'in, which is three uh, Ma'in. So it comes out over there that each Trapik uh, uh, is three Ma'a. And therefore, it's basically a half a zoos of Tzuri. Okay, that's all calculations, all numbers. When the wife is a Moredet, so we said... We minimize the ketubah. Her ketubah starts to depreciate 
on a weekly basis, and it's basically a trapaik per day. Seven trapaikim. That means she gets also depreciated on Shabbat. Why when it comes to uh, him, uh, which means when she is a, um, when, when he is a, a moret, de lo de Shabbat. We don't give her, we only give her shlosha trapaikim for the, for the Shavuah, and that's uh, basically a ma'ava hetzi per day. So that's right, nine, right? Six divided by uh, one and a half, and therefore she gets uh, per, per six. Why didn't she get paid, or why doesn't? Uh, why don't we factor in? I should say uh, Shabbat. So we got umay shena ihi lo la the Shabbat when her husband is the moreid. So therefore we should pay her as well a appreciation for. Shabbat. Why is it only Shabbat? Isn't the difference in three and seven between the man and the, and the, and the woman? She, he's pochet her seven, and he has to, and then she, he has to add for her three. So isn't, shouldn't the question just be, why is it over here three? Why is there seven? Why are we tying it to Shabbat? Well, that, well, that you say the, the difference the, is four. The difference is seven to three. No, no could, could 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 be that uh, his his loss is greater than than her loss. We'll have to f- f- see that for, for a second. But the question is. Why, why aren't you not calculating uh, Shabbat? You're not asking why is it a different number. You're not asking why is, it, why is Shabbat not calculated. Let's see what the answer to that is. Yabara says, Ihi, this is the, the point. Ihi, the lady over here, when she's moreded, she loses her ketubah, the mifhat kapahit, lo mechazeh. Right, which means basically the husband. It, we're just appreciating her uh, ketubah. It doesn't look like Schar Shabbat. Uh, when you depreciate something, you're not paying. You're taking away. It doesn't like going down. So it doesn't look like you're, you know, you're getting paid on Shabbat. On the contrary, just minus, minus, minus. However, when it comes to the lady, Ihu, where, which, where, 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 where he's a rebel, and therefore what? Where you're adding to the ketubah of the lady, the usfeh kamusfah. That already mechzi kishar Shabbat. That already looks like shar Shabbat. Why? Because you're adding to the ketubah. So adding, now it's really not shar Shabbat, but it's mechzi kishar Shabbat. That's why we don't want to uh, do this, um, uh, uh, this item over here. Okay. Fine. I think we're going to discuss exactly the difference in payments, and we're going to see that now. Amad Rav Hayabar Yosef Shmuel, ma ben moreid le moreidet. Here we go. That's your question. What's the difference between a moreid and a moreidet? When it comes to the moreid, we said it's half a tra'apik <coughs> per day. And when it comes to the lady, it's a full tra'apik per day. So therefore, why are the difference in the, uh, in the payments? I mean, I got why Shabbat is not included, let's say. But keep the same price. So the Yabarah says, no, pardon the analogy, but the Gemara says, you know, go to the shuk shel zonot. Who is paying for the zona? Mi socher et mi. Who hires who? The man who has the need hires the zona. The zona does not hire the man. Which means the man's need for tashmish is greater than hers. And even when she says, you know, moredet from tashmish, so therefore, he feels the pain more. Therefore, the payment is more in the depreciation. That's the Gemara. Another interpretation, again, uh, pardon, 
זה יצרו מבחוץ, וזה יצא מבפנים. This guy's yetzer ara, his desire is evident, because he has kishui ever, and therefore he cannot hide his yetzer. My shake and her, her yetzer is uh, hidden, it's inside of her, she has a desire. So therefore for that busha, that does she does not satisfy the physical uh, 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 element of it, therefore he gets paid more in the sense that she depreciates more than he gets, uh, he gets paid. Okay, so that's the value. Okay, Rabotai, now we go to the Mishnah. Matnitin. Hamashre et ishto al yedesh shalish. Not the best case. They're not living together, husband and wife, for whatever reason. They don't eat together, but he sends her, and they're still married. So he sends her a uh, check, sends her a panasa through an apotropos, through an agent. And she gets her weekly uh, salary through that uh, agent over there. Lo yifchot la mishneh kabin. Here's the magic number. Two kav of chitin, of wheat, or me'arba'a kabin se'orin, or four kav of barley. Amar Rabbi Yoseh, lo pasak le se'orin, el Rabbi Ishmael, she'yasamuk le'edom. That was only Rabbi Ishmael that put the barley calculation in here, because he lived next to Edom. What does that got to do with anything the Gemara will say? In a few minutes, what does that guy do with living next to Edom? Venotena hatsi kavket. Each gets half a cup of beans, vahatsi log shemen, half a log of oil, the kav girogrod, a cup of dried figs, or mane de vela, or a mane of uh, pressed uh, figs. Vim en lo, let's say he doesn't have these figs, posek la umatam perot makom ahed, so you give them other fruits of the same value. Venotena mita, she gets a bed. Mapat is like a, um, a, 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 a mat, uh, which is soft. Umahatzelet, which is a hard mat. Venoten la, she also gets on a yearly basis a kippah, lirosha, which is a head covering to cover her head. Vahagor lemotnea, which is basically a belt. Umin alim, it goes without saying, shoes. Mimoed lemoed, every holiday she gets a pair of shoes. Shalosh regalim. Vekelim shilhamishim zuz, mishana lishana an. A wardrobe salary, 50 zoos per year. We don't give her new clothes in the summer because new clothes are hot. And therefore, we don't want to give her new clothes that retain the heat in the summer. It's not, uh, you know, timely. We don't want our clothes. be too cold. You give her the... Uh, um, the money in the in the winter over here, and therefore she can buy new clothes. And then the clothes wear out in the summer. She can wear them. And she keeps the old clothes. And we learned earlier in the uh, on the daf that when the Gemara explained the Gemara said something beautiful. The Gemara said, "What is kisuta veonata? That the kisuta should be beonata." It should give the suit, the, the, the clothes, in a timely fashion. Winter clothes in the winter, summer clothes in the winter. Not like we give our old clothes to the poor people. We give our winter clothes to them in the summer, and we give the summer clothes to them in the winter. That's, uh, that's more doing us a favor of getting rid of the, the, the garbage in the house than we're doing a favor to the anim. That is she'ira, but it would not be considered uh, onata. All right. Noten la ma'akis of the sukkah. We learned this already. She gets a... Ma'a kesef, she gets a uh, 
Ma'a, which is a, uh, a certain stipend that she gets in order to... Is this all weekly? I'm, I'm saying the... Yes, no, no, no. The, the, the clothes is yearly. The shoes is, is shelo shirgalim. This other, the food is weekly, as we'll see in the Gemara. There's a certain amount of seudot that she has to eat. That's a weekly stipend. And he comes over Friday night. He comes over to have relations with her, tashmish, and he eats with her on Friday night. In uh, the if he doesn't pay her stipend, salary, as we learned, she ends up keeping because we made this rule that that the ma'aseh is to offset uh, the mezonot. But as long as he's giving her mezonot, she gives him ma'asiyadeha. If not, not. Umahi osal. Okay, now the question is, what work does she have to do? What, what, what does she have to do, actually? So the Gebra says, Mishkal hamis silaim sheti bihuda. So she has to do Mishkal hamis silaim sheti bihuda. That she has to weave, or uh, in, in Yehuda, the measurement of five silaim, which is double that she would in the Galil. Or Mishkal eses silaim, or ten silaim erev. That's the warp, the other way. In Yehuda, Shem Asim Shem which is double in Galil, is the weight. How much? How much? How much uh, 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 um, material she has to produce on a weekly basis for him? If she's nursing, so therefore we she doesn't have to work that hard because she's nursing. So therefore we minimize how much she has to produce. Less work, but more salary from, from the husband's standpoint because she needs to feed the baby or feed herself, and therefore she gets more mizonot for less work. All these shurim were said, which these are minimums. However, when it comes to you know, a rich guy, so I call the fikir vodo, and everybody, whatever they can afford. So, Gabbara says, Mani matni team. Okay, who is our Mishnah following? Lo Rabbi Yohanan bin Beroka, the Lord Rabbi Shimon. Well, it cannot be any of these two Tanaim. Now, let's go back to Erubim for a second. Vekama Shiuro, what's the shoot of Eruf Tehumin? I wants to go on Shabbat, and he wants to walk, uh, you know, outside of the, uh, out of the perimeters. So the rule is before Shabbat, he goes and puts mazon, and he puts it in a certain location, and from there he has, from his shivita, 2,000 amah uh, to the directions. So the question over is, how much does he have to put? So the Yabudah says, mazon, good, you have to put mazon of two se'udot to each person that wants to participate in the eruv. Uh, now, it's a weekday se'udah. How much the person eats, eats in a se'udah? A weekday, not Shabbat. The Rebbe Meir. Rebbe Yudah Omer, the Shabbat Lechol. Rebbe Meir says, no, it's not a, Rebbe Yudah says, it's not a weekday meal, it's a Shabbat meal. And they're saying the same thing. The Gabbara says, meaning the Kula. They're both being Mekel, which means, question over the Mahlok was, which se'udah is less? So one rabbi says the Sudaf Shabbat is less than the Sudaf of Hol. One rabbi says, no, the Sudaf of, 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 of Hol is less. So uh, each one just picked their uh, lesser uh, Sudaf to be lenient. The guy doesn't have to put so much bread. Now we get to the opinions. That what is the Shi'ud of the pot? What is it? What is this? How much is pot of Shte uh, Se'udot? Uh, so Gemara says, Kikar. We had that word today again in, in, in the Sefer Ainuch. It's not a common word, but that word comes up twice. A kikar, a loaf of bread that is the name of a pondion, is the name of a coin. When they're selling four se'ah of, uh, of wheat for a se'ah. So everybody, that's the fixed price. 
when they're selling for se'ah, per se'la, and you buy a pundion worth of, uh, of uh, bread, that is, the, uh, that is a kika. That's how much each, each loaf is over. Rabbi Shimon says, no, the shi'ur for the pat of shte su'udot, ve'eruv tamim, eshte yadot la kikar. It's two parts, which means two-thirds of a kikar. Two-thirds of a kikar. What, what type of kikar are we talking about? It's two-thirds of the kikar of mishalosh kikarot lekav. When they sell three kikarot uh, for, uh, for a, uh, the measurement of a uh, kav over here. So basically, it's uh, two-thirds of a kikar that's made of a third of a kav of kebab. Because again, shalosh kikarot lekav. So each kav, each kikav is one third of a of a, of, a, of, a, of, a, of a kav, and therefore shalosh kikarot. So each kikar is one third of a kav, and two thirds of that uh, kikar that's considered the uh, uh, the shiur of it for eruv uh, tehomin. Now we're just continuing outside for a second, meaning eruv tehomin. Now that you got that shiur, whatever the machlok between the Hanan and Rabbi Shimon is. Now, half that, split whatever the kikari had, respectively, according to the different opinions, and that'll be the law of beta menuga. When a person walks into a house of a mitzvah and he stays there for a certain amount of time, so then his begadim become temeim. How long does he have to stay in there until he eats, at the time, not he eats, but the amount of time that it takes to eat the shi'ud of half the amount that we said for eruv, Whatever shi'ud we get for Ufta Amin, split it, and that's the amount of time a person eats bread, that's the time if he stays in the Beta Menuga, when his Begadim will become Tameh. Now split it again. That's very good. That if a person eats, let's say, food that became uh, Tameh, um, uh, his body becomes Pasul from eating Tiruma. So how much does he have to eat? In order to become a pasul from eating teruma, quarter of the shiur that we said uh, above. Fine. So again, if a person eats food that's tamer, makes him pasul from eating teruma, he's a kohen, it's that shiur. Now, split it one more time. The hatsi, hatsi, I guess that's what? A, an eighth. That's the shiur of food stuff that will be susceptible to becoming tamer. Okay, that's called. Now, let's go back to our subject. Nabotai. We have a Mishnah. Mishnah and Ketubot. Mishnah says you have to feed the lady. How much do you have to feed the lady? You have to feed her shiur of shne kabin chitin. Okay, two kav of chitin. Somehow the Gemara using these calculations now is going to say that's not any of the rabbis that we mentioned, the Gaber, the shiur of uh, Let's go now. Mani. Now, what's the shoot of Rabbi Yohanan So he said the shoot of this one Seuda is a quarter of a calf. Let, let, let's go back. What did Rabbi Yohanan ben Berokah so it's talking about where four se'in of chitin is sold to a se'la. Okay. Nimsai says here, Shepat se'uda haladat Rabbi Yohanan, according to the Gemara, is one-fourth of a kav 
Petin. Okay, so let's just accept that for a second. We're not getting into the mathematical complications for a second. So if, if the Yohanan holds, it's a quarter of a kav is considered one su'uda. Beauty. So how many su'udot basically are you giving this lady? To kabim. So you're giving her eight su'udot. Eight su'udot for a whole week? That doesn't sound like it's going to be enough. So the Gibbara says, That's eight. And she needs to have at least 14 su'udot. Assuming she have two su'udot a day. Seven times two is 14. But we'll get to the three actually in a second. Some people say four. But minimum she needs 14. So it cannot be according to that rabbi. Not getting enough. Not, 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 not getting enough. Now the Bishamon came out that each loaf is going to be a ninth of a kav. That's his calculation. Trust me. So if it's a ninth of a kav and you're giving two kavin to the lady, so basically you're giving her 18 loaves. Each kav is nine. So therefore it's 18 loaves. That's too much. So either you're giving a too little, or you're giving a too much. much. You have to factor in what Abhazda said. What do you think of it? The Khenbani has got to make a profit, Rabotai. So therefore, although you give him the, he starts with a certain amount of wheat, but obviously he takes off a third from that to make the loaves a little smaller in order he can take some for himself. He's not, he's not doing chesed over, he's making profit. So he's got to subtract a, a third over there. So therefore, um, he takes over here, uh, instead of, uh, what we say, according to the Biyohanan, according to the Biyohanan ben Beroka, we came along and said, each one is reva hakav, right? Each loaf was reva hakav. But take away a third of this, of this shiur over here, and now uh, you're going to have over here... Um, Yes. So he says over here, uh, the way he says it is, Share Alav Listaker, Ela Ofehu Kikarot Shel Shneshilishi Hatsikav. Which means, the Hainu Shilishkav. So instead, the issue is, he, 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 instead of making what we say according to this rabbi, we said originally it was a quarter of a kav, so therefore he makes a third, third is more. We said a quarter. But we said it was a quarter, right? So he says he takes shlish kavsh otau mocher bepundion, avet a shlish ha'acher mekol chazi kav notim. Right? He takes a shlish from the chazi kav for his for his for his profit. Lefizei yotzei shikikar shu shiul shtesrodot he shel shlish kav, right? And therefore, for shlish kav, it's going to come out that each seuda is going to be a. I guess what, a sixth, shishit kav. And if it's a sixth, so how many suodot is she going to get at the end of the day? Still not enough in my opinion, but she'll get 12. Because if you're turning it to shishit kav, and she's getting two kav per, per, week, per, per week, I think everyone's question is going to ask that. But the Gebaran says, how can I make so to an Amishnah, which means shede alayu. And therefore, put an extra third Add an extra third to the... Adding, so, 28, so therefore, from eight, add an extra third. So therefore, we'll give her 12. So the Gebarah comes along and says, Even if you're going to say, okay, the baker takes a profit, so therefore, 
we gave a, we gave a less shiur over there for the baker, but it's a bigger shiur. You're not you're not minusing the third. You're adding the third when you pay her. She's not taking any profit. So therefore, the eight becomes twelve. So Gemara says, "What do you mean? Akati It's still it's still twelve. It's not enough. No, what did we say over there? She eats on Friday night with the husband. So she eats on Friday night with the husband. She doesn't need that seuda. So therefore, she, no, she, he brings it. He takes care of it. He takes care of that seuda. He comes, he comes. Exactly. The pack, he's there with her. He brings it with her. So therefore, they have to give her 14 seudot. So the Gemara says, wait. If you learn that Amamash eating, okay. Elamandaman Akhila, Tashmish. That means say, no, no, it doesn't mean it. It means having Tashmish. He comes over with Tashmish. And anyway, it's 13, which means all, all, all you're saving is Friday night. But Shabbat, you got to eat. So then we'll do for lunch. So then we'll, <laughs> even if you do this calculation by adding a third, you're going to be setak. All right. So instead of taking away a third from the hand, like we said, the first, uh, the first prophets, we take away a half. He takes away half from whatever the shiur is for his own prophets. And therefore, we give her a, a, a half, which means an extra half from the eight seudot, Ushdi alayu. So the Gemara comes along and says, and exactly. So therefore, basically you're doubling it. And therefore what? Instead of giving her eight seudot, you're giving her 16 seudot. Whoa, that's a lot. So the Gemara says, Kasha Well, first of all, we have a question on how much the baker takes. One time he says the baker takes less profit, and one time he says he takes more profit. That depends. Depends if you who supplies the wood. If you supply the wood, so never that's less expense for the baker. He diminishes less for his profit. But if you don't supply the wood, and he's got to pay for the wood, so he's got to subtract more in order to make up for the wood that he is supposed. That's not a profit of Hasda. But the Gibbara says, Now you're giving her 16 meals. Who's that like? Keman, Kedabhitka. There is an opinion like that. We learned the Masika Shabbat, the Fridka, that says what? Four Seudot per Shabbat. So therefore. Could you say No, 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 no. Four on Shabbat. He learns it from Pesukim. So therefore, if you're going to say that, that means you're following a Dat Yahid. That means you're going to come out, you need uh, uh, 14, and then plus two extra for Shabbat. Uh, so that's 16. That's a but that's strange. It's go like the No, add one for guests. Okay, so there's guests that come over during the week. Therefore, she has an extra spare. Really, she needs to have 15 seudot plus one for archi parchi. For the guests, the wayfarers, they come in. So the brother, wait. We're accepting 15. <coughs> We're accepting 15. We're accepting the number 16. We started it's, at 14. We jumped to 16. So it's 15 plus 1. It's right. Rabbanam, 15 sudot, 3 sudot on Shabbat. We mentioned the 3 sudot on Shabbat? No, no we know that. That's, yeah. that's the rabbis that argue on, on the Pritka. That's okay. the, I was the oh, right, question. Okay. We going on Pritka? Oh. We don't go like that. We go like Rabbanam. Oh, okay. uh, we, we all go like Rabbanam. And therefore, it's 15 sudot plus 1 for the Archi Parchi. You know what I mean? Introducing Archi Parchi. Hashtag Atit Lahaki, Afilu Tema, Rabbi Shimon. Now we can even go like Rabbi Shimon that said that in the Kav there was 9 loaves. So it's 18. So we said, uh, 18, that's too much. No. Let a banan, 
Dal to not that hypothetically. Fifteen plus three for that hypothetically. I mean, well, exactly. <laughs> well, once, <laughs> we didn't notice. We didn't notice. Ad hypothetically, we thought she's the only one eating. Well, exactly. Once you tell me that there's wayfarers, guests, anim come and eat, so therefore uh, all bets are off. So therefore, the Rav Chidka dal tatul ad hypothetically, and according to Rav Chidka, that really you need uh, 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 sixteen seudot. So minus two or eh, eh, two for ad hypothetically. Bottom line, right. giving you eighteen. Right. So it's either it's either fifteen plus three. Or it's 16 plus uh, 2. Uh, okay. Okay, I'd come.